cousins this is family dynamic i'm bianca i'm venetia and we are here to talk to you about what's going on um you are an extension of our family and we are an extension of yours so we just here to just be able to have an open space to just talk about whatever you know you want to talk about it be comfortable with talking about it yeah because we're adults <laughs> My name is Benny. Um, and we are Latham Girls. We are related. How are we related? We are related through our fathers. Yes. And we have the same grandmother and our fathers are brothers. Yes. So we kind of came up. We did not have a relationship as kids no. together. I want to say I'm 33. You're 38. Ugh, do you have to say that out loud? Jesus. Okay, I'm in my, we're in our 30s. <laughs> no, it's fine. We don't look it. So it's cool. We're in our 30s. Um. I probably want to say before this year, I want to say I saw Benicia like five times. And that's, that's like, putting, that's not, that's, that's <laughs> no, it's not. And, <laughs> and, and most of the times I probably saw you more than that, but you were a baby. Okay. Okay. And I was all of, what, well, five years apart, yeah, I think. So I was, I mean, I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I just remember a cute little a pretty little precious child that didn't look real. I thought she was a doll, and I wanted to find her at Toys R Us and was sorely mistaken because they didn't carry Bianca dolls, and Benicia I was, a was very mad. quiet baby, so I didn't move a lot. So yeah. I was I, that's why I didn't think you were real. But so recently, um, we've kind of come together as adults. I think we... Let's, let's get into, like, our mother dynamic because that kind of makes more sense why we... Why I was hesitant about um, mm-hmm. creating a relationship with you as an adult. Yeah. Um, so our mothers did not stay with our fathers. My mom left at, I think I was like 18 months, almost two years old. And um, she still kept a very close relationship with my father's side of the family. So I grew up with that side of the family, mm-hmm. even though my parents weren't um, together. Mm-hmm. How I was the opposite. Um, my parents were young. They were high school sweethearts. And uh, my father was 19 when I was born. So, you know, do the math. And because they were so young and emotions were running high, when they broke up, my mom broke me away from the whole family. I did not see my cousins. I would see them off and on very sporadically throughout my tweens and teens and then didn't see them at all throughout most of my 20s you know I think the one time I did see my cousins was when my grandfather passed which mm-hmm. was in like 2000 2000 and that was early 2000 yeah like 2001 2002 mm-hmm. somewhere in there um but then I didn't see them again for years and it wasn't until um our grandmother got sick and eventually passed away that we linked back up as adults in our 30s which is insane but my mother was like she wanted me to have no parts with them because she had no parts with my father and yeah for most of my life I didn't grow up with my father's side of the family at all and so like for where I was kind of apprehensive was my mother talks to your mother and I knew that dynamic her mom had with the Lathams as like oh they're like these I don't like them. They're these bad people. So I'm like, I'm not about to have a relationship with her. 
<laughs> and she started talking bad about my aunts and uncles because I knew the dynamic you had with your dad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is she thinking that just because I'm on the outs with my father that we're just going to bond over father <laughs> trauma and like fuck the Lathams and all this other stuff? So I was like, I don't want that. Oh. And I think like through Facebook, we kind of started talking yes. more. We started talking more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, she has her issues with her dad, but she hasn't said anything else about anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, so we, our oldest cousin had a get together. Mm-hmm. He lives about an hour away from us. And I'm like, let me see if she wants to go. So I hit her up. I'm like, hey, do you want to go? I'm going to Lester's house. Da, 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 da. And she was like, yeah, I want, uh, you guys got to know Venetia. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> what am I? She's on cotton candy level. <laughs> Not cotton candy level. Oh, come on. So she's like, yeah, I want to go. And I'm just like, all right, bet. You know, cool. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll drive. So we go, and it was majority of us. I think, what, it's like a total of 12 of us all together? Is it 12? I want to say something like that. I want to say it's like 12. 12? I think it's 12. That seems like a lot, but you know, I keep discounting the littles, and I should. That's where, that's where I think. There's a, there's a second generation that are her siblings. They're like way younger than us. They're 15 and 16 years younger than I am because their parents are gross. And, uh. Well, well, not one of them. That's right. Oh, I shouldn't (laughs) say that. Damn it. Yes. I I stand corrected. They, they were, yeah, they were. Um, my father and my stepmother were in their 30s when my youngest siblings were born. So, so we forget that. about them sometimes, but they are our cousins. They are, yes, um, they are. They're my siblings. It's just a damn shame. And so for the most part, most of us were at our, we were at our older, our oldest cousin's house. Yes, I the first grandchild. Were, there were like nine of us there all together, plus I think some so. people's kids. Um, and we kind of all came, we kind of all told the stories that we had the ideology, like one of us, one of our cousins said, I thought you didn't like us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you weren't around. And we just kind of came to this consistence from that day forward. We don't need our parents to have a relationship. Right. Um, we are all adults. Mm-hmm. They can't say where we can and can't go. And no, ever since cannot. then, we've just kind of been... Like, I, me, I feel like me and you have, like... To a certain extent, almost got attached to the hip. Yep. Like, I don't go, we may go one or two days without talking to each other, but we don't go more than a week. No, even if it's even if it's just a text message yeah, or do. it's on social media or whatever, there's some kind of communication All that's been time. going consistently since before our grandmother passed. Yes. This was right before okay. she passed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I never had an issue with you guys. That was the thing. That's mm-hmm. the big, like, aha. I never had anything negative to say about the family. I just didn't know y'all. Yeah. My whole issue began and ended with my father because yes. it was just, you know, when my mother was, you know, I love my mother. Let me just start the, off by saying that I love my mother dearly. She did her absolute best with raising me, and I appreciate all that she did, all that she's done, and all that she's doing. Um, that being said, parents are not perfect. That's right. And no parent ever will. Be. No. Not at all. You just try the best that you can. And she had her her issues with them, and she pretty much controlled the whole narrative about him to me. And it didn't help that for whatever his reasons were, he was a little inconsistent in trying to see me. So I thought he wanted nothing to do with me. And I thought because I didn't have a relationship with him, I wasn't allowed to have a relationship with Mm -hmm. y'all. 
It was never a, oh, F them and this and that. No, it was never, ever that at all. If anything, I wanted to know y'all. Because right. I was like, they seem cool. Like, they is- have all this stuff going on and all these boys and yay. Yeah, I, I want to say that's the key part. So out of all 12 of us, there are only three girls. Mm-hmm. She is the oldest. I'm the middle and the youngest one is, is my baby sister. Um, so I didn't have any girls growing up. Hmm. So it was kind of one of those like, why would y'all do that? And I could have had like a like big sister cousin yeah. type situation. We were cheated. <laughs> We were cheated, and I and I told you this. Oh gosh, so many times. Like this, Bianca could have been my baby. She could have been my baby doll, and I would have carried her everywhere and spoiled the crap out of her because I wanted a baby sister and so bad. Of, and for the most part, both of us, even though you have siblings, we I don't. But we both pretty much grew up as only, only children. children, right? So that would have been literally like the boys. Granted, for me, were there. Mm-hmm. It's just they were into sports. Football. And I was a tomboy growing up, and I didn't have time. I mean, I didn't have a problem with playing, but after a certain time frame, it was kind of like, I got this whole suitcase of Barbie dolls. <laughs> Somebody come dress them up with me. And Leslie was the one that Granny used to make play Barbie dolls. Leslie is our oldest cousin. <laughs> He's the firstborn grandchild, first grandson. And, um, you know, God love him. Patience of Job playing Barbies. Barbie <laughs> I'm tired of playing basketball. I don't like losing. And I was the one of the youngest. And um, it was a bunch of boys. And I couldn't shoot the basketball well. And, um, <laughs> and I was short. And I was tired after a while. Like, I don't want to play this game no more. Because y'all keep getting the ball and shooting it into the hole. And Man. And then meanwhile, I'm at home surrounded by toys that you know that require at least two people (laughs) i'm playing monopoly by my damn self i'm playing uno i win again yay like it was trash (laughs) because i got really good and then when i would play my mother's um sisters and brothers kids my mother's my my cousins on my mama's Mm -hmm. yeah i whooped the crap out of them and they're like man we don't play with benicia no more We don't play with her no more. She always wins. She be cheating. Like, how do I cheat? I just became really, really good. But like yeah, play chess by themselves. Exactly. And they just kind of create these strategies. That but was that was me. That was my childhood. And you know, nothing against my mother's side of the family. Nothing against my maternal cousins. I love them very much. Um, but it would have been really nice to have that balance. Mm-hmm. It would have been great. I feel like I would have developed a. What's the word I'm looking for? I think I would have cultivated a stronger sense of self by knowing you guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one thing I still, I stand by. We were cheated. We yeah. were cheated out of our childhood together. But now that we're adults, I think we appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're like, hey, you want to do the thing? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, it is like we kind of, when we clicked up, it was like we had all these things in common. Like, yes. oh, you like to travel. I like to travel too. You want to go? You've been oh, to Thailand? I, I've been to Thailand, too. Holy crap. You want to go this place now? Yes, let's do the things. You know what? I've been looking for somebody to go to brunch with me because everybody's busy all the time. You let's go brunch? have the foods. Let's yes. Go. In the middle, what you doing? Are you busy? You want to go to brunch? Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> and then even down to, like, the little things. We were at brunch one time, and we both ordered coffee. And then I was like, do you guys have hazelnut? And your eyes lit like, you <laughs> like hazelnut? Nobody too? likes hazelnut. Nobody likes hazelnut. I don't know why hazelnut is precious and amazing. Uh, Nothing against vanilla, but hazelnut is life. Yeah, like it's just the palate. Mm-hmm. 
But it's amazing that we figured out we have all these things in common considering we were raised completely, completely different. Completely different, yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just one of those, like, I find it odd that our mothers kind of have somewhat of a relationship to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but we still never, and I think, this is my view, I think because my mom was so Team Latham, mm-hmm. That your mom was kind of scared, like, oh, that she might end up taking Venetia to them. Or she'll take, take my father's side. Yeah. That was my mother's biggest fear. People going against her and taking my father's side because mm-hmm. my father didn't do what she felt was the right thing to mm-hmm. do regarding raising me. And yeah, the dude wasn't perfect. He right. dropped the ball a few times. Um, has since apologized. Mm-hmm. But. You know, it is what it is. And I think that was, like like you said, part of the reason why my mom was trepidatious about me being around there is that she felt like they were going to, I don't know, convert me? <laughs> I don't know into what. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so your mom kind of felt like we were the villains, and my mom saw them as her village. Ooh, Ooh come on, boss. somebody sign me. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. But it, it was like... I, I told you the story. My mom worked in Compton. Our grandma lived in Compton. I went to school in Compton. Mm-hmm. My mom had to be at work at like five something in the morning. The school's early program didn't open until six. My mom would literally just drop me off at my grandmother's house, and somebody was going to take me to school because there's five siblings all together. Mm-hmm. One way or another, whether it had been my dad, one of my aunts, one of my uncles, somebody was going to be at that house, or my grandmother herself, somebody mm-hmm. was going to be at that house to take me to school. Mm-hmm. She didn't really, she didn't know who was going to take me to school. But you got there. But she knew somebody was going to take me to school from mm-hmm. that house. So she looked at them. My mother only has one other sister um, and her grandmother. Now, granted, they, they did their, it's not like my mother's side. We're just focusing on our father's side right now. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was another extension of her village. And she felt like as many hands-on that I can have to help raise this baby. Mm-hmm it's going to be less burden on me because at the end of the day, I got to make this money too. Right. To, because you let me say, my dad wasn't trash growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad paid for my tuition. I went to private school up until the eighth grade. I want to say my dad paid my tuition until I was in like fifth, sixth grade. Okay. So between, and I started private school at two years old. Mm-hmm. That's a long so, time. So until then, what are how old are you in at fifth or sixth grade? Like twelve, eleven, something. I think like eleven. That. Eleven. So for almost ten years, he paid. He that was their agreement. He didn't have to pay child support. He paid for my tuition. But that's not to say my father never gave extra money for whatever else I might have needed mm-hmm. at that time. Um, and I think we talked about this. Like my dad was very snuggly. Oh gosh, um, her dad was a damn teddy bear. My dad was very snuggly. Like I don't, I don't know what happened. Like I was a daddy's girl growing up. Like me and my dad had a really good relationship. It just around like thirteen ish. It just like fell off the face of the earth. Um, <laughs> but like I used to get annoyed because, and I'm not the most affectionate, affectionate type of person. <laughs> and my dad would wait. My daddy loves Sade. Yes, he does. That's girl. that was his Ooh. girl. I remember that growing up. So he used to play whatever jazz or Sade he was, and he used to sing to me to wake me up, and he would give me kisses all over my face, and I would just be so annoyed. Like, if you don't get off of me. <laughs> and I was the opposite. 
That's so funny. Because I was the opposite. I wanted all the hugs and the cuddles I could get. But my father was just very standoffish. He was like, I fed you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, here's some shoes. You're welcome. And And I don't know if it was because he just wasn't an emotional guy or whatever it was. I just felt like, where's my hug and kiss? I, I want to feel the feelings. And yeah, my dad was very, I was connected to like, I was attached to my dad's head. I just didn't want all that. I, I'm not a wake me up person. Mm. So for him to be so physical and how he wakes me up, like he used to lay on top of me and he would kiss me all over my face. That's and precious and adorable at the same time and i'm just like if you mind you i've i've been short i'm only five foot right now <laughs> she's I've travel been size short my whole like i was always really little so i don't know how i'm getting this man this grown man <laughs> of all, but i was when i say i used to punch and fight my dad when he would wake me up because i <laughs> like just move <laughs> Meanwhile, my father just shake me like a British nanny. Get up. <laughs> and I think I probably would have been okay with that. Okay, hold I on. wanted the opposite. <laughs> I wanted the serenade and the cuddles. And then what happens? I'm overly affectionate, and Bianca's like, don't touch me. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> that's funny how that happened. That's just hilarious to me. I think that's adorable. Yeah, so that was, my my dad wasn't trash growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, When I turned 13 is when I, it it just seemed like, it just, it just like, we, we weren't. I think 13 is the weird age for a lot of fathers though. And you know, I have a friend that was a therapist and she said that it's very common for even fathers that are in mm -hmm. like the same house. Because you're not the little girl anymore and nature's making it obvious. Also, (laughs) sidebar. I started my first period in Florida with my dad on vacation. And I think he got traumatized. <laughs> oh, God. Were you at Disney World? Yeah. Oh, no. At least you're in civilization. <laughs> I got my first period at the age of 12, and I was camping. I was in the middle of freaking nowhere. No real toilet or tub in sight. I hated everything. I hated nature. I was just like, F all this. I was on my Wednesday Adams type vibe. Y'all couldn't touch me. Leave me alone. No, I was just... But my yeah, dad, that scared the day... I could see that scaring the daylights out of... He was like, you don't have anything for them? And I'm just like, I'm nine. Yo. <laughs> but I knew what it was. And I'm just like, why do you... I, I said, no, this is my first time. He was like, well, what do you need? I said, I think I'm bad. Lord. And he was like, what kind? Bro. The kind that works? <laughs> I don't... I don't... Call my mom. Where's my mom? Call my mom. Figure this out. She's crying. Oh my gosh, you started without me. I'm just like, sorry. Well, first of all, somebody fix me first, okay? Because <laughs> I'm bleeding. <laughs> and everybody is all over the place. Uh, nobody's addressing the issue. <laughs> He's panicking. She wants to be there. Can someone please just stop the bleeding? And this is before cell phones. So, like, I'm at the hotel phone calling my mom. Oh, goodness. By the time I come back, I think her whole job knew I had started my period. Why do they do that? Why do they make a big announcement out of that? I never understood (laughs) why that was, like, such a big... I mean, it's natural everybody does it, but why is it, like, hooray! Like, strike up the band, let's get a... No, please don't tell my business. Just buy me my equipment. I'm not comfortable with this. Like, I don't like it. It's not a good time. I, 
I didn't mind it. I just didn't like people knowing. I didn't. Because I they know, always I teased me. I didn't care about people knowing. I just, um, I didn't want to have it anymore. Like, how do we stop this situation? <laughs> Let's just cut it all off. Yeah, I don't want to do we, that. Can we and turn off like, the faucet? You need this to have a baby. But I don't want one now. Yeah, I'm nine. Like, why can't we have a vasectomy like men? Like, reverse it. And just turn it off like, like a faucet. Hold my uterus over here. Well, when that's, I'm ready for it, put it back in. Isn't that what like some women do when it comes to to what is it called? Cryogenic freezing of the eggs. They oh. freeze like embryo embryos. Yeah, but you still need your uterus for it. True, but them things is on ice until you're ready to have the baby. I'm so still, then, in the meantime, I'm just turn off. No, I'm saying like you could no, not just have take a period. Take my whole uterus out, put it on a shelf. Oh goodness. And, and then, then when I'm ready for it, you put it back it out. in. Oh, well. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if they got anything for that just yet. Or, I mean, like, why can't we just have something like men? Like, they can just go get a little vasectomy and then go get a little reversal. And I'm just like, I want a little something, too, you know? Eh. Yeah, that would be convenient. I mean, I thought by the time we came of age, we'd find a way to just hatch the children. But, you know, technology has not... Well, it's getting there. You can. I think you actually can. I just Grow the baby outside not, the body. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that because I just feel like that might be some old. That's that Matrix mess. I, I'm not with that funny business. I'm not that advanced or that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Progressive when it comes to that. But anyway, out of Bianca's womb and back to our family. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. we have people we're related to. We do. We um, have the people. That we are related to and our mothers who procreated with these people. So, so how do you feel like hmm. the relationship you have with your mother and your... You know what? Before we even get into that, let's talk about... We both also have a very similar thing that happened. We bo Both of our mothers got remarried and we both had stepfathers. Yes. Um, talk about your stepdad. Oh, okay. Well, um, my biological father kind of, well, not kind of, broke up with my mother when I was about four or five. And around that time, my mother started dating another person. And they got married when I was about seven years old. And this guy, to his eternal credit, stepped up in such an incredible way. He doesn't have any children of his own. And you know, did his best and raised me. I he took me school shopping, took me to my first day of school, took me to auditions as a kid, you know, school plays, that whole bit. You know, it always did my heart good to know that he was in the back row snoring his ass off. But he was there, mm -hmm. you know. And we became really close to this day. Even though they divorced when I was 13, he still introduces me to people as his daughter to this day. Oh, my daughter did this. Oh, I'm so proud of her. This is my daughter, Benicia. So we're still, I call him dad mm -hmm. to this day. And um, much to the chagrin of my biological father, I don't always call my father dad. Because mm -hmm. to me, that's a title. That's a that's, that's a job um, position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, job position. Job position that, you know, this other man fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So I call my father old man. Mm -hmm. And that's as close as I'm going to get, mm -hmm. Dick. Whoops. <laughs> he, he was a dick to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. I, I'll admit. We fought a lot. Though my teenage years, when I was actively seeking to have a relationship with him, we fought horribly. Oh. Like, thinking about it, it's just... 
like, damn, we were really hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, both of us were hurt, and none of us had the tools to sit down and say, okay, look, this is why I feel the way I feel, because you didn't do this, 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 and this. Okay, well, when you call that other man dad, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, that would have helped a lot, but we we weren't equipped. But, yeah, stepdad was the dude. Yeah. He was the guy. He -hmm. still is the guy. I love him to pieces. My mom remarried. um, I was 12, and... He, the man that she married, they were, um, they were together on and off since I was in kindergarten. So I've known, I knew him my entire life pretty much. Um, and he was very in, which is weird because it's like, to a certain extent around the time he kind of came in was like around the time my dad was not Mm -hmm. as prevalent in my life. Um. So it was kind of like he just stepped up as the person who was my dad, my father. And I don't think, I think because he was around, I didn't miss mm-hmm. Frank at all um, during that. It was just like, whatever, he's not there. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go about my business. Um, but they broke up. I want to say I was 21, 22 years old. Mm. And um, I never spoke to him again. Like, that was. Before I came back home from college, that was the last time I spoke with him. Like, and you haven't spoken to I him haven't since. Haven't spoken to him since. He hasn't tried to reach out mm-hmm. or anything. No. Golly. My mother still talks to him from time to time. Your you mother know. talks to everybody. My mom is the most unbiased person. You would have to. I. You would have to do something to me, mm-hmm. like drastically, for her to be like, I'm never speaking to that person again. She finds a way. <laughs> She is the most social person I know. She does. She will let, like, her thing is, you did whatever you did to me. You did whatever dirt you did. And I'm over it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't, you know, how you doing? Are you okay? You good? All right, bet. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of, like, how she moves, how she rolls. She just, that's just her. Um, like, she is walking Switzerland, just yeah. neutral. Yeah, so that's just how she kind of... Um, she just always been like that. I think I kind of get that from her. If you don't want to, like, really deal with me in a relationship, okay, fine. I'm not about to force nobody to be with me. Cause right. No. There's too many people that would love to. Uh, that know. and an also. What do you mean you don't know? Me. Stop. That's not true. Anywho. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not the person. I don't want to push myself on anybody. But and that's fair. What I do want to talk on, what you just said, hmm. as far as um, you realizing now mm-hmm. that when you guys were, when you were teenagers, how you now can see you both were hurt. Yes. Um, this is kind of a sidebar. Like, why is it we don't have family therapists? Like, we all have family physicians, mm-hmm. dental. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go talk to the therapist because we're not we're not doing this well. I think it's a cultural thing with black families because, mm-hmm. you know, you look at our history in this country um, and how we were snatched and sold off at the drop of a hat and how our families were constantly broken up. And then even into like the civil rights movement, it was all about keeping our family, our community as safe as possible. And a lot of that meant not talking Mm -hmm. to folks that were not family 
as such, there is this sense of privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, how don't often... Don't tell the family business. Yeah, don't talk about my business, business. when you go over mm-hmm. to these people's houses and things of that sort. And I think that kind of carried over into getting, you know, psychological help. And then also, it's viewed as a sign of weakness mm-hmm. in some um, circles. You know, you don't need to talk to the therapist. Talk to God. Talk to Jesus. And there's another thing, yeah, the whole religious... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be nice if we did. Yeah, I think there needs to be like, I feel like every family just needs to have that therapist. Like, yeah. Okay, we're we're not. This ain't working. The math ain't mathing. We, we can't communicate this. Let's go talk to the therapist. Yeah. And see how we can both and catch our own biases because right. the way that he says something might hurt my feelings, and it isn't even the words; it's the mm-hmm. tone. Mm-hmm. It's not the message; it's mm-hmm. the delivery that'll turn me off. My mm-hmm. father is a bombastic guy when he's upset. And you know what's interesting? He just shared this with me. He has gone to anger management counseling. Mm. We're talking within the last five years. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reason why we're able to articulate ourselves the way that we can. Now. Yeah, because he can catch himself when he feels like he's being triggered. Mm-hmm. And he'll just take a walk like, you know what? Nope, I'm in my fa- I need a minute. Mm-hmm. And that's my cue to go, okay, bet. This is getting a little too heated. Let me fall back. Mm-hmm. Because me, I'll talk through the tears, I'll talk through the anger, I'll talk through the yelling, but it's the, the, the hitting below the belt mm-hmm. that hurts the most. Like, be mad, but don't say the stuff that you know is going to hurt me. Because yeah. that's not cool. I think that's where I am now is, um, give me a minute. Mm. Especially because I know I can hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I just got to walk away because I, I can feel myself being like, I'm about to destroy Right. Your entire life right now. Right, because y'all feel attacked. Mm-hmm. Y'all feel attacked, attacked. And I can say something as simple as, you know, when you raise your voice at me, it makes me feel like you don't love me. Mm-hmm. What? What do you mean? I don't. And then he raises his voice. <laughs> I spent your entire life trying to prove to you that I love you. What the hell you mean? What, 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 stop. You're yelling. <laughs> you know, and then... I'm, you know, because I fight fire with fire. Uh-huh. At least I did a lot more when I was um, in my teens and 20s. Like, oh, you going to hurt my feelings? Okay, I got something for that ass. Yeah, Here's one. And what? And yeah. I don't like confrontation. I hate fighting. I really do. But I will defend myself if necessary. That was my mentality at that point. And I think we've talked about um, how, our, how our relationship with our dad, how that affects our relationships romantically and our friendships like I said I have abandonment issues because I feel like I've gotten it on a double whammy with my stepfather just like just peacing out Um, and then my dad just kind of meh Um, he was dealing with his own stuff too though who Frank? In his way, I'm not. I'm not defending it because he still left. He shouldn't have left, but I think he had issues. You talking about my stepdad, or you were talking about your uncle? My uncle, your father. What? What was he dealing with? Well, I ain't gonna say it, but you, he had some some issues with some substances that I think messed up his better judgment. I'll say that. Okay. I'm not defending. I'm not saying. Well, he. No, I'm saying he had his issues too. Okay. Ah, come on. I, I think so. Okay. I think that, that lent itself to y'all not communicating. And then on top of that, 13 being the scary age where our fathers see us as women and not their little girls anymore. It just... Okay. Oh, come on, B. Nah. Whatever. Anywho. <laughs> Fair enough. I, um, I have the abandonment issues and I feel like now 
I leave people that I'm in, especially romantic relationships, I'll leave them before if I feel like they're about to leave me. Mm. Like if I feel like it's not it's not working out, mm-hmm. I'm not the fighter in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and I I've said this: if I'm gonna that person that I'm with has to be the one that pulls me back and be like, no, we're gonna fight for that. We go into counseling. We mm. go into therapy. Um, I think the longer I'm with somebody, the more I have the need to um, to fight for it. But I also, I think the only person I never felt that wanted something from me, per se, was my grandfather's. Mm-hmm. Um, besides my I mean, my cousins don't want nothing from me. But, like, those were the only men that, or the only men, or my cousins. Like, really, my family, the men in my family are the only ones that I feel like, I've been able to trust. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been able to trust a man outside of my bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes it hard for me to be like, oh, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. And I'm going to trust you enough not to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm having an issue. Like, I don't think I can get, yeah, I, I have a hard time getting over that part. Like, but for mm-hmm. some reason, my friends, as far as friendships, I'm more so, I want to fight for those. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hold on to all of my platonic friends. Mm-hmm. But as far as romance, I, I know I'm going to have to have that person. And most men aren't like that, mm-hmm. where they I want them to grab me and be like, no, we're going to fight for this. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to make this. Now we're going to, I mean, all relationships aren't going to work, but we're going to fight to try to yeah. do everything that we can to make this relationship work. Yeah, because I think just from what you said, it's the, I'm going to leave you before you can hurt me. Yes. I'm going to leave you before because you're not going to get to this warm, gooey center mm-hmm. and mess up my whole little setup. No, thank you. I'd rather split and be yes. okay with it than, than have you hurt me. And I think with me, I think part of the reason why it's a little, and I do mean a little, easier for me to be slightly more vulnerable is because my stepdad stayed Mm -hmm. he was around Mm -hmm. he wasn't all he wasn't there every day but he was there and i knew if i needed something he would be there so it kind of set the tone like okay not every dude is trustworthy but there are a handful out Mm -hmm. there i'm at least see if there's you know some out there and you know throw out the line and see if they, they they take the bait but um i'm used to being emotional now that's part of my job as an actor. I'm constantly involved with my emotions. So the emotions don't scare me. It's the the idea that I'm in this by myself. And so that I think that's one thing we do have in common. Like I'm not I'm the fighter. I'll be like, you know, but let's try. I want to exhaust every option before I walk away cuz when I walk away, I have walked away. Mm-hmm. But I want to walk away knowing I've done everything I can do. Mm-hmm. But when I'm done, I'm done. But that's why I feel like and it kind of parallels with my situation with my father. I tried through the mm-hmm. years to reach out to him, even though it was some years in between, because I still felt like we should, this this doesn't feel right. We have to have some kind of community. I, I don't want to hate you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though you've done some hateful shit, I don't want to hate you. It doesn't feel right to me that I hate my biological father. And I feel that way about the men folk. Like, I don't want to hate you. I might not like you. And yeah, you fired, but I don't want to hate you. And I feel like even with the people that I've dated, um, I don't have any that I'm just like, oh, we can never speak in life. Like, I'm cool with almost everybody. But as far as being vulnerable, though. Yeah, I don't think I'm vulnerable to most people. Like, first of all, 
I will fight you. <laughs> she like, not stop playing. playing with my emotions. She not playing. She I, not and playing. that's where I feel like if I get to that point, and I think that's also what I'm scared because I'm also not going to win that fight. But <laughs> Don't doubt yourself. <laughs> I'm scared of the, the she is small but she is mighty the um, the emotions that like once I get to like you hurt my feelings I don't express that part of you hurt me in this way my first instinct is you gotta die <laughs> so that's where I'm 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 working on me to mm-hmm. be like this is what you did this is how I felt about it and I think I'm getting better with that I think you are I think you are the fact that you can call it out and say yeah I'll be ready to you know the old me would have killed you in your sleep (laughs) you would have got the Al Green special grits to the face from the from the stove but because I don't want to go to jail (laughs) freedom is kind of nice I'm gonna just cuss you out that come I'm serious like I think you've turned a corner because and and you know I know I've only known you for about five minutes Mm -hmm. but still profound five minutes man no i think the fact like if you can call your own mess out you can call your own shortcomings out i think that's 90 percent of the work yeah i think knowing i'm i'm starting to become more Mm self-aware of um myself Mm -hmm. and i know i already know like off rip like i don't like to express my emotions Mm mm-hmm so it's kind of one of those like, okay, maybe I gotta tell this person. Dating, it's very hard for me. <laughs> Cause I don't want to tell someone, you know, I got a crush. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell someone that I like them because what if they don't like me back? Mm-hmm. And that is a killer for me. Mm-hmm. Does that go back into like the rejection? I think that's what it is. Mm. Like I don't that's that's a hundred percent what it, I don't I don't do rejection. So I'd rather just us not know what could possibly potentially happen. But I'm just going to make you this delicious meal and hope that through tele- for, telepathy. You know what? I cook for everybody, so But I'm saying like you hoping that they'll catch on through telepathy somehow with your actions cuz for you love is an action. Well, love in general yeah. is an action word. So if you showing them that you that you care, you you feeling them or whatever, you just going to kind of like just sit and wait and see I am. if they if they catch I don't one. and the other thing is I don't want to chase anybody and I know that's a very small part of the chase but um yeah no I'm not getting rejected I can't ha- I emotionally don't handle that and I get rejected all the time <laughs> and and that's cuz cuz okay for those of you that don't know I um I'm a working actor here in, here in LA I'm a voice actor I've done some commercials I've done you know a few little things and the job is auditioning. 90% of what I do is auditioning. I work 10%. The 10% pays for a lot. But I hear no more often than I hear yes. And you know what? Like, for a job, I'm okay. I apply jobs all day long. And I can really reject some letters all day long. I feel like that's not an individual entity. Fair. That's a corporation type thing. And that's fair. Yes. But for me, it carries over into people. Like, yeah, I feel I like, that. and this may sound hella self-centered, but it is what it is. I feel like I am the protagonist in my story. I am mm-hmm. the main character. Now, you got folks that's going to walk on 
and folks that's gonna walk off. You got your supporting characters, you got your special guest mm-hmm. stars, you got your whatever, or recurring characters. For me, when I'm dating, you are auditioning to be my significant other. And I'm the auditor. I get to decide whether or not you hired or not. Right, but we have to get to that dating portion of it. I treat it like it's an audition. Like, I legit treat it like I'm running an audition. That way, that's kind of like my way of having some, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cognitive dissonance. Uh-huh. So I don't feel so invested. That's why it's a little easier for me to go, oh, they didn't want to call me back? Okay, bet. You lost the job. It's fine. And I think that's probably why I, 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 I guess... I was going to say I have a better time with online dating, but realistically, that's... Girl, you are brave. I'm scared of online dating. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you don't... The messages don't keep going, whatever. That part of it, I feel like, is more... I feel that's where... How I feel with you about dating. Like, they Mm -hmm. say no, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't care about that. But it's it's that face-to-face, like... I've grown some sort of attachment mm. to you type thing. And you're not going to reciprocate. Yeah, I that's that. where I think it, um, what's the word? Yeah, that's where the rejection really hits me more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't go, I don't like, I don't like people. You, you like some people. Very few. But you do. I think you just don't like annoying people or you don't like. The, the, the fussiness of getting like to know new, people. Yeah. It's um, that, okay, we gotta start all over again. Yes. Hi, my name is Bianca. Hi, my name like, is Venetia. Uh, and I'm with you on that because it does, like, I feel like the older we get, the less I wanna go start from the beginning. Right. Can we just cut to the middle? Mm-hmm. Do we hate each other? No. Do we love each other? Yes. Do we have the, do we have this sex? And is the sex lovely? Okay. Are you a fucking idiot? No? Okay, great. Am I? Oh, I'm cursing a lot. That's why this is in the kids' channel. Praise God. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. But I, I yeah, that, I don't like, um, yeah, so I think that kind of has something to do with, like, quote-unquote abandonment issues or. And I get that. I, I do get that. And that isn't to say that I don't feel, you know, I don't feel the sting of rejection. Mm-hmm. I just recover I've been training myself to recover quickly mm-hmm. and say, okay, right. that wasn't me. That was them. Or every rejection is, you know, okay, maybe the universe is saving my life. Cause that person was a walking red flag and I just didn't see it. Cause mm-hmm. I liked them so much. Yeah. Whoever's supposed to be there is going to be there. Yes. You know, I don't chase. I attract yes. or I manifest and I'm cool with that. That, that suits me more. I'm trying to more so manifest, um, things into my world. Things have kind of come along. They've been moving kind of nice. They've been moving slow. Well, for me, yours have been moving pretty fast. But this is ten years in the making. They've been moving. Um, this is this is ten years. This is you know re- from reading recipe books and and billboards on my way to the airport to walking into Paramount Studios and saying one line and getting damn near a thousand dollars. So it was it was a process. And it's interesting because I was your age when I started my process. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm kind of like in on the ground floor. Like, oh, she about to blow up. Oh, she don't know it. She about to kill all of this. Oh. And I got front row seats. Like, I'm excited to see that. So I don't think I talked about this. I have a cosmetic line. We way late in the game on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my God. But this is part of, this is kind of our intro. We wanted you to know who we are. Yes. How we got here. Yes. Um, 
And why we started this podcast, well, we didn't really say why we started this podcast. At the end of the day, this podcast is really, you are our extension of our family. We're here to talk about family dynamics, family business, what we go through in life. Um, we are probably going to bring some people on to get other perspectives, but mm-hmm. we are two black women in L.A. navigating mm-hmm. life and what the fuck just happened? Like, this is not what they told us we were Ooh. supposed to be at. Like, Ooh, they lied. getting told, <laughs> once you start paying your bills, you can start making your decisions. You didn't tell me mm-hmm. all this came with paying bills. I would have stayed at home. Man, that whole entire part. And just sat still. I wanted to drink, and I wanted to have the sex. <laughs> the sex. And that was it. Uh, I, I probably could have left that alone. I just feel like everybody acted like they knew what they were doing. I and then knew. when I got here and I'm like, y'all lied. Y'all yeah. didn't know this. I, just, I knew it. I knew when I went to college, I was 18. Well, I was 17, but I was turning 18 well down the line. Mm-hmm. But I just was like, oh, I'm about to know everything about life. And I was like, okay, when I turn 21, I'm going to know everything about life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? All of this is a lie. I'm just going to keep drinking until I figure this out. <laughs> keep drinking until I figure this out. I never had an alcohol problem. I just went out a lot. Um, As is custom during those years, yes. though. I think that's kind of... It's it's not unusual. But uh, I didn't drink until I was 25. I didn't have this eggs until I was 25. Yes, I we, got we my equipment early and I waited forever to open the box. That's another thing we kind of have we, these differences of. I was just like, <laughs> I'm out here. I'm going to have me a good time. I was like, I don't want to do the things because there's diseases, even though I'm there's a fire within me. As long as I didn't get herpes or HIV, mm-hmm. I was good. Yeah. Because there's a cream for everything. I wasn't trying it to do any of that. And, and even then, the person that I did end up doing it with was someone I thought I was going to marry. And yeah, and I was, and it didn't my, I was very much, my mom was like, just use a condom. <laughs> just finish school, don't finish get school, pregnant. don't get pregnant. Don't get and diseases. And I was like, if I use a condom, then I'm good, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I, I was very adamant about it. That, because I was not, that was my biggest fear of, if I got pregnant, she going to kick my ass. I think that's the typical, yeah, that that was, but my mother didn't worry about me because I was scared of, bo- <laughs> not scared, but I was just like, oh, the boys, yeah. No. Yeah, she wasn't about that, I wasn't about that life. I, I wanted to save myself a marriage, but then I'm like, but I don't know how any of this works. I don't know my body, I don't know any of this, I don't want to. Get married to someone who's trash peen. I don't deserve yeah, I the trash peen. Just a couple times around the block, that. take it a spin, you know. See how this transmission. That works. part, because gears go. Yeah, because it may look great on the outside, but that ride is raggedy. Mm. We can't have that. Yeah, so that's kind of how we got here. We're gonna have um, multiple topics. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, let us know if you want any topics. We- you want to talk about or you want us to talk about or if you have questions for us yeah because we out here we out chill <laughs> that we are all right y'all it's been good it's been good bye cousins bye